ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Bite. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Bite after our very long hiatus. We're here, tequila shots in hand, and ready to get into another round of crazy fishing podcast. Boys, cheers. Yeah. cheers. They ain't cold, but crack them, boys. Cheers it up. You. Cheers to you guys. Ooh, that's smooth. That's good. What is that? That's one word for Vulcan. it. Vulcan tequila. Damn tequila. Vulcan, Vulcan tequila. Very good. Very good stuff. That was good. Thank you guys so much for waiting around for us to come back. We were all trying to be safe during the COVID pandemic. Yeah, we've all been locked in this room for three months trying to quarantine. All five of us. (laughs) (laughs) But we've seriously missed you guys quite a bit. We've appreciated all the messages you've sent us about when we were coming back. And I guess that time is now. It only took us, what, three and a half months? Three, three, months? three months on the dot. Yeah, like three months on the dot. All right. But we're, I think, I mean, I don't want to say we could have used that break because we were rolling pretty steady, but I think it's going to help us when we start getting back into things. Mm-hmm. We're fresh. We're like, we've been fishing like crazy. We got so much stuff to talk about. So much. Too much, actually. These podcasts might end up going from hour and a half to three hour podcasts. Yeah, because the fish are actually biting now. It's, it's finally amazing. Awesome. Yeah. They're eating. Want to do a roll call real quick? They've been eating. Ooh, oh, roll call. Yeah, let's get a roll call Ooh, going. Oh my goodness. Ooh, Tyler's, are you going to restart attendance? No, no, no. no don't do you that. say I can't that. Do that. Never. I feel like that'd be cheating. People would stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> but all the fans. I would stop listening if I said that. <laughs> all right. Well. Uh, who, go ahead. Set it off. I guess I will. Spot Burner TV checking in. Uh, I forgot about that. Let's <laughs> send it left to my boy. To the left. Billy Bates uh, here. Uh, never left. I've been home for three months. So I'm still Honestly, here. we really haven't seen you out much. Dude, I mean, I haven't worked in 90 days. I've been sitting at home, hanging out with my dog and my kid. I've been working for 90 days. Yeah, I was essential. Essential. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the essential. Yeah. Matty Ice checking in. Feels so good to be back. We're all super excited to bring a lot of content to everybody, but to my left. It's team money. I can't tell you how excited I am about this. I've told Matt probably four times today. Just on the ride over here. Just on the ride over here. I am pumped to get back into this, uh, this podcasting stuff. With the boys. All right, to my left. God gills. Glad to be back as well. And uh, wait, so where were you guys coming from? Because I think I think I was supposed to fish with you guys today, but then you told me that you wouldn't come back so to the ramp for me. Was that actually, did, is that that's right, that right? Really yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, 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 bro. We'll so, come get you. We'll come get you. I wish I was a part of that car exactly ride how it went down. to say, you know, how excited I was. But unfortunately, I had to just think about it while I was just sitting at work, just spewing fucking meth. Oh. Meth? 
I was going to say mad, but the <laughs> F word, I didn't mean to actually pop that one out there. We went and cut that one out, but um, yeah, no, 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 I'm, no, I'm no, super no. glad to be back. <laughs> I'm sending that to your boss. He also, <laughs> little piece of evidence to that story. He told me he didn't get off work until 645 and said he was going to be at the ramp at 530. So I would have, I would have left work. No problem. No problem. Other piece of evidence. I had no clue you com- we committed to coming to pick you up. I just know you asked. Nobody answered. We were mo- <laughs> All right, I, I saw in the group chat. Was like, in the group chat, he was like, "Oh, so so you guys cool with fishing three? And it was just crickets. Nobody answered. Yeah. Like, See, that's thirty him. minutes later, he's like, "So three, cool? No, that's that's <laughs> why I put that little grasshopper emoji in in our group chat. It's so, so perfect good. when 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 I don't get any answer, I just put that little grasshopper in there, and you know." And you still ain't getting any? Yeah, I know. I know. It's okay. It's Alex okay. I can kind of understand. She's got like one rod and a backpack <laughs> on just waiting for just, you guys. And you're like zooming by like, don't look. Just like, meow. <laughs> guys. Guys. Come he, get me. Kick rocks. Bags. Don't you, don't you tow your boat around with you everywhere though? Most of the time, but not, not today. Not today? Unfortunately. Oh, I, see. I, see. I would know. have gone straight to the Potomac if I had had a chance. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <sighs> Well, wow. speaking of the reservoir, should we talk a little bit about what's been popping off out there? Do we want to start with how we uh, how we left everybody off first, yeah. and then work yeah. our way to today? We kind of we kind of did go like we left you guys off right at that pivot point when the fishing finally started to somewhat turn around and actually get good because the Man. last month and a half, two months have been just ridiculous fire. It's a pretty big gap. That we haven't filled, so yeah, we can yeah. talk about what's what's been popping off all around. I mean, I mean, the big part was we had a, a tournament, a, a big tournament weekend, right? For all of us, we had the FLW Shenandoah Division starting off for all of us um, Smith on Smith Mountain yep. Lake, and then the next day was a our Fountainhead Bass Club tournament, which. Pretty much all of us are a part of. Um, so, I mean, I guess we just start off with just a real quick recap of what happened at Smith Mountain Lake. Um, a lot of us got to pre-fish. I think our pre-fishes all went a little bit different. Me and Foltz went with a buddy who's a darn good Potomac River fisherman. Um and he, you know, he fishes all over the place, but Joe we, Wilkerson, we, I'm not sure if he listens to this podcast or not. But yeah. We, we, we Joe struggled Wilkerson. a little bit. We kind of, we kind of, we kind of got on a, we were trying to fish main lake stuff. We didn't really fish a lot of docks. We didn't fish, um, super shallow. We fished kind of deep bluff walls and, and deep points targeting pre-spawn fish. And we did catch a couple good ones. We didn't catch a lot of fish. And, um, <laughs> Billy's got some babies. We also had, I think I'll leave this up to Maybe. where'd you get those silver bullets? Belate de pelota. I was looking for them. They're hidden. You got a second fridge? Tapping the Rockies. I have a bunch. Oh, they were, they were buried underneath there. Oh, man. Well, thank you, sir. Hey, you um, like <laughs> I went straight for the Miller. So we had me and Folds fish together in that pre fish tur- uh, for the Derby, and then. You guys, Billy and Matt and Ace, kind of fished together on a John boat and actually waxed them. Um, Not until 2 o'clock. I would just like to say that <laughs> fishing day was probably one of 
my favorite fishing days I've had in a no. very long no, time. It was fun. It, it was, was sick. Time. We woke up that morning, all of us. I don't know about Billy. Little Ace and I were over. definitely hungover because oh. <laughs> we were up till like 4 a.m. I wasn't. Drinking on the dock, getting ripped, having a fun time. Can I take Dude, I was ready to fish, man. And then we wake up the next day at like 9. You guys were all gone for like three hours already. Oh, Maybe I, was like, I showed up before late. the sun came up. Yeah, you guys were long gone. We wake up, we're like, yeah, yeah, let's go fish. And then we sat around, ate some breakfast, and we're like, oh, let's just go get some minnows and fish off the dock. <laughs> Remember that? You're like, yeah. yeah, let's do that. And then Billy was like, no, nah, come on, guys, let's go out for a little bit, just a couple hours, we'll go mess around. So we took the boat out, all three of us in the 14-foot John boat. It was boat. windy as hell, too. It was like, so windy, dude. On the lake. <laughs> I mean, this is a no-joke We're, lake we're pushing, like maybe eight miles an hour it was yeah. awesome Bass I was like, boats fly right, by at 70 like fuck it let's 40 feet away from let's it. get into some creeks let's just go fish creeks and it started off a little rough like we didn't get bit for a while billy caught a nice striper on a spinnerbait and we had a couple other bites in like the first like two hours or so yeah it was kind of slow then i was like all right let's go to another creek we left and found some of this like weird stained dirty water and yeah because smith is pretty known for being a clear but it was lake. almost like an algae yeah. thing it wasn't yeah, it was, it was, it was very like strange like dirt. film it, on the water you could move like if you move the water with the trolling motor it cleaned it up mm -hmm. and that's what the fish were all sitting in so we got into this one creek billy was lighting the fish up with this yeah, mega bass colorado blade spinnerbait yeah he was fishing right? behind ace back and I, bandit and just smoking them like four pounder five pounder three pounder yeah I was casting like behind the boat too, like like dirty water. Five or like, six minutes after they yeah. cast to do it, I was dirty. going back behind the boat. It like, was pretty one sick. More try. And then we just we got on them, and it was fun. Like a good square bill bite. You caught a couple yeah. on a square bill. Well, we I found a that on creek, and then we were like, let's see if there's another one just like it. And we went around the corner, and there was one just like it. We caught fish in that one too. Yeah. So doing the same exact thing. It was so. It was fun. very like counterintuitive to what you would think was going on. But it was the as far back as you could go in the shallowest, dirtiest water, and they were just stacked right. up back yeah. there. It's crazy. And it was early pre-spawn fish, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. like these fish. They were fat. They were not ready to spawn yet, but they were getting into that zone. They, they were, were thinking about they were it. Getting yeah. In that, yeah, they were getting they were into that there. mentality. They were they were not up, there for up sure. deep at all, which is kind of like what me and Fultz were doing. We were we were fishing for those super pre pre-spawn kind of fish, like thinking. Maybe they're not, you know, ready to make beds at all. And I think it it worked out. There's definitely some fish in that time frame that we, we were catching them, but there was not as many as what these guys were doing. And I think you had that same, a similar experience, right, McCluskey, where you were kind of doing a pre-spawn deal. I would say it was a pre-spawn deal, but it wasn't, it was like a medium between what you guys were doing and what they did. And we were fishing that eight to 10 foot of water, Ends of docks, kind of mouths of the dirty pocket. water, Not, a little bit of dirtier water, but the, the, the we went up in the Roanoke River for practice, and it wasn't super dirty. I mean, it was four feet of visibility for the mm -hmm. most part. But so, can I rewind for a second to uh, the scene that I woke up to when we were going to uh, <laughs> going to fish this thing this practice day? <laughs> oh, I got a good one Where? before after that too. Oh, yeah, oh, I know. For, you already know what I'm going to say. Specifically for Alex's coworkers that I know listen to this podcast every once in a while. Me and Joe were up at the crack of dawn, like six a.m. They I were think. also in bed. 
in one thirty. No, me? get out of here. I was, I was I was Joe was in bed at like ten o'clock. No, I think Billy was. He didn't even remember that night. He was like, "Boys, I'm too fucking tired." I was I was in bed four thirty. You never made it to bed. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, Ace and I kept Alex up. We were out until I think the last time check I remember. I like looked at my phone. I was like, "Holy shit, boys! It's four thirty in the morning, and we're still down on the dock, just, just drinking chugging cores. beer, chugging cores." Yeah. Like, dude, I walked downstairs to find Alex because he hasn't woken up by the oh, time yeah, we're ready to great. leave, and I'm looking everywhere. I can't find him. Finally, I look behind the pool table in the little nook, and he's <laughs> laying face down on the floor in my underwear. <laughs> no, you had shoes on and everything. <laughs> and I had to hit him like three times to wake him up. He's like. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm not one of those people that you have to struggle to get me up to go fishing. I'll, I'll, even if it's on like a <laughs> Wednesday, a Wednesday morning. morning, like pre-fish practice, blah blah blah, means jack shit. I'll get up at four thirty in the morning when sun rolls up at six thirty. Like I am up, but we we had a great time beers that, that night. Oh, dude. we were crushing oh, it. We had so much fun out on that dock. I was about to fight Alex over we a blanket. Even, we didn't even talk about Ace's um, <laughs> Ace's dark one. sleeper fish, dude. Oh yeah, that night. Oh my god. Yeah, we. I mean, it's what time? Eleven. It was at least like, eleven o'clock. Eleven o'clock. Pitch black. I mean, we're talking like. What were the temps? Mid fifties. Oh yeah, I mean like, pre pre spawn. Not when you think you want to be fishing. Not at all when you think you want to be fishing. We're all messing around, fishing off the dock, throwing live bait, and Ace comes down with a dark sleeper. I wasn't there actually, so someone else should tell this. I wasn't there at the time because I was up at the car grabbing stuff. I think I wasn't there. I was there. You were there. Me, it was. What did he say? Bill. Was he like? I was there. Hey too. boys. I think he did say that. No, he's casting off the dock, and we're all throwing live bait, just hanging out, and Ace is like, "Hey boys." I got one and freaking boat like dock flips a two pounder and we're all like what a dark sleeper on on the freaking like a one inch swim bait in the pitch dark and like mid fifties degree. I think it was his first cast. It might have been his first cast. Yeah, like he just threw it out, catches a two pounder. He loves that bait. He loves that dark sleeper. Smashing. We'll let him tell everybody about the dark sleeper from his experience over the last three months. But he has that's been probably been his number one bait. Of the 2020. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fish Especially for those bait. those spawning spawning fish. He said he's he was like, telling us, yeah. he puts it in the bed and like that's the only thing they'll eat. He'll flip a Texas rig. He'll flip a shaky it's head. A perfect flip whatever. But they just hate that dark sleeper. Yeah, he's like I just wreck them all. This is the little one too that we're the talking small, about. Yeah. The very yeah. small one. Was it just quarter something ounce? that that's, they just I literally make it up to three right right Okay, I think he throws like the smallest one though. Quarter. I think quarter ounce is quarter. Quarter ounce probably. Yeah, he throws that baby one. But they crush it. Yeah, he can he can tell you all about that. But I guess just talk about how we all did and what we finished up with. I don't want to. The prefit the prefish was okay. I mean, you guys smashed them oh, and so fun. didn't leave the house until two o'clock Shit. and we were up at five thirty and caught. we left at noon. We fished for four hours. We fished till four. <laughs> well, they helped me. So I ended up I think winning out of the entire uh group here. Why is Danny? Nope, I beat there. Danny. Oh, you did? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you didn't. I finished, uh, like, 19th, I think, out yeah. of 140 or something. Uh, but I caught <clears throat> one fish, a big smallmouth. I only caught two fish. It, w- it was a tough tournament for everybody. Um, yep. I caught, a like, a three-pound, three-and-a-quarter-pound smallmouth on a Ned rig, uh, skipping up under a dock. But 
my my boater knew what he wanted to do he wanted to fish dogs he backboated me just kind of like most most boaters are gonna do if they if they know what they want to do it's it's okay I you mean, should I'm share not, what he said when he called you he did call me so when in the FLW stuff, you, you, the bo- uh, the co-angler is usually supposed to call the boater. And so when I contacted my boater, he said, you know, most co-anglers hate me, blah, 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 blah. And I didn't hate him at all for, like, his demeanor. He was super cool. He was an awesome dude. Um, but he did say that I will backboat you quite a bit and so i could pretty much spit on any single spot that i was fishing and so it was i didn't have much room um we were fishing docks a lot pretty much the entire time except for maybe 30 to 45 minutes we fished points but um he knew where the fish were so that kind of helped me i mean he finished like in 17th place i think for for the boaters and that's a big part of everything that goes with the FLW stuff, the BFLs. You know, you kind of have to have a fisherman that knows where the fish are. And so I, got, I, I definitely – I'm not saying that he handicapped me because he definitely knew where the fish were. But um, I might have been able to catch a few more fish had he been a little bit more generous with, with his boat placement. But um, – I caught one flipping a dock or, or skipping a dock with a Ned rig when he was retying a bait that he actually broke off on and caught like a three-pound smallmouth. And then the last spot, I caught a two-and-a-half-pound largemouth, basically 100% all on Billy telling me that he was fishing a spinnerbait in muddy water. And we were in this back bay with this algae bloom going on, I was flipping a jig. He behind him flipping a jig, and he caught out like a four pounder. And I was just like, I need to throw something a little bit different. And behind him, while he's flipping these docks, I just cast it out into the very middle of this channel and cast it past two floating docks. And I caught this two and a half pound largemouth that ended up getting me in nineteenth, something like nineteenth, twentieth place, eighteenth. Somewhere in that range. If that shows um, you how that tournament went for everybody. Yeah, so two fish. I mean, it was a tough tournament. But if you caught fish, you definitely moved up in the points rankings. But, um, yeah. I mean, I can't really say anything else than just... Was it just a bad tournament? It was. It's tough. It, it was too easy in practice to get a bite for the tournament to be fire. If that's one thing... Rob Reich was saying it. He, if that's one thing that you can take from practicing for a BFL, I won't say this is 100% of the time, obviously, but like if you smash them on practice day and it's like no matter what you're doing, you're not doing anything wrong and you're catching a fish, chances are the tournament day is going to be kind of tough. Which sucks. You would Which think sucks. It'd be the opposite. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's not 100% of the time, but it, I've noticed a few well, times. You did all right, though, right? What'd you do? Until 3, 4 o'clock. I mean, that's. I didn't have a fish until 4 o'clock. I broke one off. My boater was on 100 the whole time. He would make two casts at a dock with a spinnerbait and then just roll. And It's interesting. It was, it's a big problem, in my opinion, from FLW and any tournament where you're fishing as a co-angler. If you've got a boater who's on fish, he's practicing, he's out there spending time, that's one thing, but my boater showed up and I couldn't even count the amount of times he said there was a fish on this stump 10 years ago. 
And it's like, what, what, what does that do good? How does that do good for us right now? Like, what is, what does mm-hmm. that fish being there 10 years ago do for us right now trying to develop a pattern? And it's just, it was really frustrating. It sucked. And that's part of fishing BFLs being a co-angler. But um, no, I didn't have a fish until 3.30 and we had to check in at four and we pulled up on something that he didn't even want to fish. And I caught two fish in like 10 minutes. Yeah. I think I finished like 37th. Yeah, you were just right outside of the money. Mm-hmm. I think what we had you. I was too. You I had fi- one fish. Yeah. You finished one spot outside. One. Of money, I was right? the bubble. I was the Danny yeah. I was the money bubble. Fish. Uh, he, he. Danny. He, I think he, Danny knocked me out. He finished the last spot. He got like sixty dollars, and then. Um, T money. Did you? You. I had, had one two, fish. One I'm fish. Pretty sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Maybe. T- yeah. One fish. I should have had two, but I had one. Um, I think I came in like seventieth or something like that. Gotcha. But yeah, I, I had one. I mean, there was a little. Billy was sitting on the couch. No, and we you're like, oh <laughs> yeah, Billy. Billy and Ace were chilling by the like, time I got didn't back. You weigh your fish? I don't think I knew that. Mm-mm. You had a fish that was a keeper, and you didn't weigh it. I think so. Oh, oh my God, that's he gonna said you kill have like a two you. Pounder. Yeah, he's not, not fishing. If you ain't first, you're last, baby. Yeah, that's pretty much how I felt. He's not fishing all of them. He's not trying to fish the regional. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, like I said, you know, my boater was on fish. He had won, gave it to he had won the last two, f- two tournaments out on I could have used that. That would have got me the money. So, I mean, I got lucky, but... It, that's a huge part of being a co-angler exactly. to BFL is getting lucky. I got lucky that he was on fish. I got unlucky that he was going to backboat the shit out of me, which I can understand because he spends a little bit more money on... You yeah. know the tournament. So my boater was tight. He wasn't even going to fish the tournament until the day before. <laughs> but didn't he's he make a, a bet with yeah. his brother? Yeah, he's like he lived on Smith Lake and he was like or Smith Mountain and he was like, uh, well, I tried to call him after I got paired up with him. He didn't answer his phone for like four hours, and I was like, I guess I don't even know if I'm fishing tomorrow because everyone was going to bed or whatever, and oh, I hadn't right. even heard from him yeah, yet. That is like, so right. Like, I totally then he finally called me. Like, I hey. about that. He's like, hey man. uh yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll see you in the morning. I don't know what we're doing. I wasn't even going to fish this thing until about seven hours Jesus. ago. And I was like, tight. He's like, I know the lake, though. I live on it. So he didn't really put us on any fish. But <laughs> he was like, yeah. we're going to go I mean, fish. that's a tough period. He's like, they're always on it's those launch tough. ramps. He's like, we're going to go fish every launch ramp in, the, in this place. Like, <laughs> oh, we wow. ran around from ra- launch ramp to launch ramp. Wow. Nothing. Wow. Wow. Same thing. He's like, yeah, yeah they're usually here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like... <laughs> That's he was awesome though. He was like, anytime you're back up here, man, send me a message. We'll party. I was like, all right. <laughs> we don't have any problem with that. Yeah, he was just definitely me. just like, whatever, man. Did I tell you I'm coming with six other dudes <laughs> yeah. and we're staying here for the weekend to fish? Well, that was a funny yeah. thing. He was like, y'all came all the way from Northern Virginia for this? <laughs> he was like, okay. He's like, dude, there's people that come from New York for this. He's like, all right. Whatever. Dude, I, I met I met some people at the uh, at the at the at the final, like when they're handing out um, trophies and all the checks and stuff, and these people were from uh, like my hometown in northern Massachusetts. Like I'm from southern New Hampshire, and it was like we were talking about like, what are you doing down here? Like we just drove down here just to have fun, just come out here and and fish a tournament. Why not? It's like. That's cool to me. Dude, I it's mean, fucking frozen oh, up there. Absolutely. I was so down they're to, probably to meet so these guys. They're probably so stoked just to fish. Dude, it was just there. like, they're like, they literally rolled down here, 
Thursday evening, fished Friday for practice. The kid that actually owned a boat skunked. The kid that was his partner was his buddy that rolled down with him. He ended up getting like 20, 20th place, something like that. He he cashed a check, uh, and then they just rolled home. Like they're doing that all over the place. They were they were talking about Lake Toho. I think it was the same. Holy fuck, dude! They were that's legit awesome. That's hardcore. a haul. They were talking about we. Was that, it was like either we were gonna hours? do Smith Mountain Lake. It's a day of travel, at least. Yeah, to Toho. And, oh, they both worked for the same. It's gotta ele- be more. Ele- uh, probably electrician 30. company, like a a, a union, and the twenty hour drive, dude. Well, from here, Toho is like fifteen, and yeah. then that's another. How far up uh-huh. north? Seven. Probably. I think I'm. I'm just saying Toho because I think that's the name that popped in my head. No, that's they definitely fish there. It might have been like there was a BFL or some other tournament that was somewhere along those lines. Like, Way it down was south, either like whether Florida. we were gonna we were, we were gonna fish this or we we're gonna go fish like maybe it was South Carolina something mm-hmm. like that. But like even South Carolina is a dude. Haul, these kids dude. were hardcore. That's awesome. I actually got their names and that's number really cool. and. Um, I wish I, like I remembered that. their I'd names now that it's been so long, but I would give them a shout out, but I don't remember their names. Did you tell them to listen to the podcast on their way home? I did not. Yeah. Poor marketing. Yeah. Speaking of, I'm poor. poor. I'm poor. I heard we have somebody recognized Billy at the ramp the other day. Oh yeah. I don't, I also don't remember his name. Well, I feel really bad, but he'll know who he is. Shout who out he to our, our little homie who, uh, his dad told me he, he listened to the podcast and he, mm-hmm. uh, had caught his first bass that day. That day that I saw him, congrats, he was bro! That's super sick. pumped up. That's awesome. Yep. Hell yeah! yeah he First came, bass. He, came, he was. That's actually crazy. He said he lived at um, Liberty, uh, Liberty Reservoir. Liberty Boochman. Yeah. <laughs> Liberty <laughs> Reservoir. What's the first that? thing that popped uh, into my head? Up in Maryland. <laughs> Commercial. Okay, so Liberty funny. and Liberty Forge or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yep. Anyways, they they live up there, but they came to Fountainhead to ride mountain bikes. On That's the trails cool. there. I That's guess. awesome. Yeah, yeah, they got good. But then I yeah, just trails. so happened to have seen him, and he was like, "Oh, my son, he was too nervous to get out of the car. He listens to your podcast." And I was like, "Whoa, cool! That's, That's awesome, cool. man!" That's, yeah, and then he got so out of the car. Thanks for listening, like, dude. Yeah, him and his little brother. So shout out to that guy. I don't remember his name. I was really tired, but message us on Instagram with your name. Yeah, do that. I know. So I guess that goes into. Um, do we want to talk the, talk about the spawn at all, or we want to just go straight into now? I mean, we should definitely talk about the spawn because the glide bait was ridiculous. Yeah, that was fun. for like a month. Yeah, we should definitely talk What's about a that glide a little bait? bit. You wouldn't know. <laughs> you definitely wouldn't know. <laughs> I just glide have you have you not caught a fish on. on the glide bait yet? I caught a catfish on one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you can always tell. Me, a, I've, yeah. I've only caught one. You I've can only always tell one. someone who hates on a glide bait because they haven't caught a fish on it yet. It, once you catch it, there's no, there's no denying. The, the catfish was hilarious. We but that's to, actually pretty sweet. We, I've never caught a catfish on glide bait. That's the first thing you said when I got that catfish up to the boat. And you're like, I've never. <laughs> I've never even catfish. seen that before uh, on a glide bait. It was a uh, river to sea. Uh, S-way river. It, but. Which side? It was the one sixty-eight. Was it the one sixty-eight? You're not throwing a two hundred, bud. Okay, You'd be scared. You, guys, you still got the training wheels on. Yeah, I no, I, I don't mind training wheels. I don't. I got to learn to walk wheels. before you run. Yeah, exactly. I'm okay with it. But Man. no, it was it was it was it was funny. He caught a catfish, it made me laugh. And my very first cast of the mag draft too. Ruin the day. Catfish? Ruin the day. We dr- we drive. No, he caught a bass on oh, a mag draft. Oh my god! Okay, was, I thought you made a catfish on the okay. mag draft as well. 
everyone Jesus. listening, if you make an a legitimate <sighs> cast on your first cast of the day, whether you're fishing a tournament or just fishing, and you catch a you fish, you can fit too, buddy. You need to go home. Jesus Just Christ. put the boat on the trailer and He's go home. He's the most home. difficult person to live with in, like, <laughs> in the entire world. Good thing don't you don't listen. live with him. Yeah, it's a good thing you don't live he with him. He literally me. got bit on his first cast as well. So, but he didn't catch a fish. Yeah, the Fuck B and off. the C word are a little different. Bite and catch. Yeah, I caught my fish. I don't <laughs> Thank miss you for fish. Clarifying. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Piss off. Well, I will say, Billy has got me into some of these bigger baits lately, and it's been pretty sick. You had a sick Dude, spring we, with yeah, the glides, Yeah, the spring was bro. on. I think we all kind of did if we were throwing that bait. Yeah. Tyler, I know you had a six a couple of days out on yeah, the Yeah, me lake and with you started we off had awesome. Let's talk about that day. Lake X. That was a sweet day. That because was ridiculous. The big me, bass lake. Me, yeah. Me and Tyler were fishing opposite ends of this lake. And simultaneously and without discussing it, somehow figured out the same pattern. Like, without talking about big swim base, like to begin with. Yeah, we like, were like, all right, good luck, man. Have a good day fishing or whatever. And then we just went fishing separate. And then I texted him. I was like, dude, you got to th- put a glide bait on and throw it parallel to this bluff wall. And he's like, that's what I've been doing. And I've caught like three fish already. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like the same exact thing. We figured it out the exact same time. And dude, I mean, I caught. I think I caught like five that day. You caught. I, I think I caught three or four. All within like an hour. And they were all over three pounds. Mm-hmm. Like biggest. I think biggest was only like pushing five. But yeah. you caught a big one that day though. What, yeah. How big I was think, that one? Over six. I think that was the day I caught the six and a half. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember how this went down. I, you sent me a picture of your fish that you just caught, and I'm like, yo, no way, dude. I just caught this one. Sent you a picture. Yeah, it was like right <laughs> like, at the same time. Same exact time. But on opposite time. ends of the lake. Opposite ends of the lake. Similar baits, like glide baits. Yeah. Big glide baits. I was baits, throwing eight, the phony frog. You were throwing the 200? Yeah, yeah I was S-waver. throwing 200. Uh, that was actually the first fish I've ever caught in the 200. So that That's was awesome. that was a fun day. We were only out there for like five hours. Yeah, it was like the afternoon yeah. bite for sure. Yeah, it was. We found a window out there. Yeah. Between 12 and 4, we say? Or yeah, it, so after that wins? day... After that day, I went back for about a week straight, and it seemed like, and you were coming out with me pretty much almost all of that anyways. Yeah, yeah, we hit that pretty hard. And it would seem like, yeah, between, it's a definite like afternoon, like at one to four, yeah, somewhere one in to, there. One to four. You'd catch these bigger fish that would come up. they just start showing up. That was yep. the thing, is like, that's when they were eaten. And then it was over instantly. Done. Nothing. Like what? Like when they were on, you'd you'd throw it and you'd get a follow or a bite every cast, doing that that pattern, throwing kind of parallel to big bluff walls, uh, shallow, you know, and and then all of a sudden, you just notice nothing's coming anymore. It's just over. I don't see anything. Yeah, it's like you're literally wasting. Where did these fish go? They just stopped. It was but cool. that was the case for like two weeks out there. Every yeah. day. Yeah, it was a special place for two weeks. That's it, for sure. It was sick when we'd get out there early. Yep. And then all of a sudden, and then we'd get like, that first fall of the day or the first fish of the day, and you're like, oh, it's 1 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, it's one thirty. Yeah, that's how it was, like, too. Oh, it'd be like, shit. Well, what do you know? What time is it? It's 1 o'clock. Fuck, yeah. man, just like yesterday. That happened with me and Enzo, too, when we yep. were throwing the uh, mag drafts through the trees. Yep. Same thing, dude. It, like, the you first look at the clock, and you're like, wow. Two and a half, three time. hours of the day, nothing. Actually, he might have caught, 
he did catch like two dinks, two like under, we'll say under 13 inch fish. And then once one o'clock rolled around, five pounder, five pounder, five pounder, yep. four and a half pounder. It was nuts. Yeah. Now it's, um, I mean, that was, that was a month ago. Yeah, about a month ago. That was a dream, man. Yeah, it might have been even that was a little more. I couldn't even sleep. I was just waiting to wake up and go back to the lake. I think that was the most consistent glide bait bite I've ever gotten That's on. Why I, li- uh, I live for that shit. <laughs> big, gli- big glide bait bite I've ever gotten on. That was- I, got, I got more um, action on baits that, you know, I don't typically. I mean, a lot of these I have are kind of just collectible, but some of them I was throwing. Like the big 250, I went out there with the first cast had like a seven pounder follow it back to the boat and i was like holy shit like i've had this bait for a year i've never got a fish to follow it like that like it was just on fire and And the funny part was when me and billy went out there like it wasn't just the same bait it was the same exact structure that we were fishing like he explained or i explained it to him first, I think, and then he was like, "Yeah, dude, that's exactly what I'm fishing over here. Every time you pull up, you get something to bite." Yeah, it was it was pretty ridiculous how like patterned those those fish were Dialed at that in. time. Yeah, and then it just ended, and now, and now you know, I've been skunked the last four or five times I've gone out there trying to figure out where those fish have gone and if they'll still eat those bigger baits, and they're definitely not up there anymore. But I'm gonna still keep trying to figure it out. But we now know they're there. That's I mean, the they're thing. gonna eat something. Oh, I'll tell I think you what it's just they're eating. Learning and figuring out where and how to get them. I yeah. really think they'll still eat the big baits. It's just like putting it in their face or like. Buying. I think it's become a lot more conditional now that the water temperature's gotten higher and the fish are going deeper. The glide bait's like a shallow water thing. That's true to an extent. Like That's the, true. you have to get it next to the cover. Right. And now the fish are like spread out and they've moved off the bank. It's hard to get a slow sinking bait bait down into 15 feet of water. That is true. However, you know, I, that, I do think, I mean, I remember Butch Brown talking about, Butch Brown, who was like one of the greatest swim bait fishermen ever, you know, he was saying how his favorite depth to fish those bigger baits is like nine feet. Like he'll let, he'll cast out and let that thing sink to nine feet, which on a slow sink bait could take 30 seconds, maybe mm-hmm. 45 seconds. But I mean, if I, I I really want to try that this summer. Find a big brush pile, you know there's fish in, mark it, go out, you know, 20 yards and cast back to it. Let it sink for however long you need to get it right above that and then just bring it right over top and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what I'm thinking. It'll work. That's what I'm thinking is going to work out there. Yeah. For sure. That or you throw some of those soft plastic bits. Yeah, or, or that soft are plastic. Sink yeah. Faster. I definitely think the soft plastics this time of year is a little better than those, the glide bait. Those burritos. Those will, I would guarantee they'd work. Yeah. I just think like for me, I have a lot of confidence in the glide mostly because of the drawing power. I just like, I haven't caught a lot of fish on those bigger soft swim baits. You got to, and I could be wrong, but I just feel like you have to really bring it close, close to them. It's got to be dialed. Yeah. You 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 have to to get it to bring it in the tree they're sitting in at the depth they're sitting at in that tree yet. I do think glide, they'll come out. That's what yeah. I was going to say. I do think if we bite. can hit yeah. that place when it's clean, even those fish that are down in 20 feet of water, you let it sink up. a bit, yeah. they'll come up for it. Like you run it over oh. top of the banks that have all that standing timber underneath, like 10 feet yeah. beneath the water, and you let it sink for eight feet of it. Yeah. And you 
just slowly creep it over top. I really, really think those fish will come up and just smoke it. It'll be the same thing. I want make to, those yeah, parallel casts. Definitely something. The other thing, definitely something to try. Yeah, I do think, I do thing, think it'll work. The other thing I want to really try this year, I have them sitting over there, is those tracers, which is like that weighted swim bait lead. Mm, yeah, yeah. The so it's like a one and a half, two ounce weight attached to this long wire that you'll put on front of out in front of a glide bait. It's basically like a swim bait Tokyo rig kind of thing where it'll pull it down deep for you and ride the bottom. Um, you can close the door next time. Yeah, you know these mics pick up everything. <laughs> yeah, dude, we can hear you pissing. <laughs> Sounds like you might need to get that prostate checked, dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I really Why does it hurt when I pee? <laughs> <laughs> Clean, dude. That's the alcohol. <laughs> You're just peeing out beer, dude. You're well hydrated, that's A little for bit sure. of tequila. I really want to try uh, a big eight-inch spoon out there. Oh, dude, Like, try yes. to find some offshore structure. I'm so scared to throw it at There's Lake a X. lot of wood in that lake. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, you're oh, yeah, going to yeah. lose I mean, that. you're going to lose a lot. Also, the other thing about that is I just... We've seen some really big shad in there. That's Alex taking a whiz, by the way, everyone. He's just Sorry give about Alex that. a round of applause. <laughs> All right. Good Alex. boy. Good boy. Good boy. Wipe the seat. <laughs> um, yes, but Donut Moon would be sick. I really want to get good at the graph this year, man. It's, I mean, mine's not working right now. The most right important now. thing in summertime fishing. But dude, if you period. can get that so dialed where you can, like, imagine, I mean, no, not very many people have to imagine if they know how to use their graph well, but what you, you being able to, like, go pinpoint a brush pile, drop your spoon down, like, two feet off the outside of it or something to where you know you're not going to get hung. You can get down there confidently, just pop it up and down right in front of that brush pile, avoiding the wood, like... If you can really, like, like, really use it to look underwater and, like, I feel like that it. has a lot to do with, like, spot lock and your, your boat positioning. Cause for sure. For today, honestly, we really... So I guess I guess we're getting into today. Today we we can we're start just, on we can start on that. Okay. Uh, we so the, our, our, hold on. We we should finish up with the spawn first. I mean, yeah. Okay. We're just gonna roll into summer. Essentially, our spawn consisted of throwing a glide bait for a few days or a good amount of time at a specific lake, and then frog. once the, the frog was good for Buzz sure. Bait. The buzzbait got That's, some got some big that bites. That won me and Folds the tournament. Yes. Yep. Definitely. Um, th- this is just on the reservoir where we fish, but I mean, the spawn just kind of came and went. I mean, there was the amount of beds that were out there. I've never seen so many beds. I mean, I it didn't was catch a single fish sight fishing a bed this year. That's ridiculous because there was hundreds of them on the res. Oh, did you see big females on beds this year? Yes. Yes. I did. I saw the day males, that, but I didn't see the any day females. that me and uh, McCleskey went out. We only found one true spawning. Uh, it was one of those situations where I'll never forget the these fish were coming out of the water. Oh yeah, like they were literally rolling. Their bellies were up, and the female was probably in that five pound range. Yeah, she's probably about five. And the male was probably in that like two and a half to three. Yeah. In that two and a half to three pound range. And it was just like They were blowing on eggs. We 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 blew by it. Like we we were flipping bank. We were just trying to flip grass. We were trying to throw buzz baits in grass and all of a sudden we get like 10, 15 yards by and I was like, why do why do I keep hearing the same like crashing sound going behind us and 
we look behind us and all of a sudden like bluegill comes flying sees, out of the water <laughs> mccluskey sees like this roll of the size of this bass and he's like that's a betting bass that's a betting bass let's go back and we just sat there she wasn't interested well, in, in anything that we were throwing it wasn't but. i don't yes because when you pull up on a spawning fish you kind of get the vibe like if there's two of them and they're rolling all over each other and obviously not interested in chasing bluegill off the bed and they're not they were they were chasing bluegill they were chasing the bluegill for mm-hmm. sure but which was which was weird because they were on top of each other i mean I it's was so noticeable shot, when they you were throwing a weightless anchor th- we threw a bunch of stuff at them but it was predominantly yeah, i'm just talking about there's i threw a frog on top of them i threw was throwing the chatterbait yeah, there was nothing that saw we could get them but, yeah, to bite. I mean, but when they're rolling all over each other i mean you can see them extremely well it's not like a normal betting fish where you're rolling down the bank and he's just sitting there like perfectly straight up and down i mean they were in the act yes they were getting it on and they're impossible to catch you're not going to catch them unless you mike long them yeah i mean you 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 have to snag them and obviously we don't want to do that and stress out fish no but um it was it was no, one of the it, coolest experiences I've mean, ever I, seen on the reservoir, just because it was so clean. We knew exactly where they were, and that was a big mofo fish. Like that I wish was you, I wish you had, I wish you had seen the back of turtle because that one little secondary point back there, there was twenty pounds within ten yards of each other, and it yeah. was I I saw one. I was like, that's a four pounder. Oh, that's one that's Anywhere close to that six. Tree? No, the, it was farther on the. It was that little point there, right there next to the ramp. Yeah, but that big tree that comes out. It was on the opposite side. On the really? Mm-hmm. Wow. But um no, it's just it was it was incredible. It just lined up perfectly and there was it didn't even like you could go into the back of any creek that you wanted to go into and like, oh, there's a bed. Yeah. It was it was automatic. You'd I mean, get spawn, like halfway back and it was there was at least two beds on each side of every cove. There's a silver lining silver lining to a lot of things, and I'm glad that the spawn this year had Almost no tournament pressure on any body of water throughout the country, which is good because, of course, fish need to do those things to lay their eggs. They need to repopulate the um, the species. They need a lot of the better quality fish are doing those same things during the same time. So it's a good thing that we didn't actually uh, – ho- hopefully this shows a little bit of a benefit throughout the next uh, – Maybe what two, three? Years? I would say two to three years. Would yeah, be when it's exactly. Hopefully, notice. do you guys I, think? I have, it, do you think it made a difference? Like, I think it could the, help on the res per se. Oh, I, absolutely! I think it, it definitely could have. I've, I've never seen beds like that out there. It's maybe it's just exactly. me. It was but exactly. I. Th- I really think that it could it have been just time like of year that we didn't get any rain because a lot of times I was going to say it's during, also pretty stable conditions. For yeah, the it lined up perfect. We didn't have a sure. lot of rain. Less pressure, less rain. But either way, I think it, it, bottom line is that it's going to help the fisheries, and and those are good things throughout our sport. So oh, for sure, I'm glad. absolutely, hundred percent. I have no problem. Mic. Talk not, to your mic, bro. Get, get not the mic us. up close to your face. Yeah, sorry. So. I like I know that in New Hampshire my father he they're not allowed to fish certain tournaments in uh, New Hampshire just because of spawn. So and they just do that just purely based out of let's just not hurt the species, let's not hurt the um, overall numbers that we have here and we'll just keep it at a, like an equal equilibrium and I think what I happened see- here it's it's no there's nothing bad that will happen here. 
throughout the entire country. I, 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 I could I could see that. It was all definitely calm being the case, but at the, the same time, throughout the country, I think that's what the conspiracy theory is, right? That this was all to just give the fish. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That sounds yep. about right. Um, I could see I could see Trump. both sides of that. Who'd have thunk it? Trump is it a big bass fisherman. Trump's like, let's just give these fish a break. Yeah, for Christ's sake. goddamn libs, dude. I mean, oh, goddamn husk. dams were like, open it up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get McCluskey started. Yeah, you know? I, I was just laughing. He's a big lib. I mean, Clear, you know, clearly. God he hates it, guns. I mean, he's a tard, but he's not a lib tard. <laughs> Sounds about right. He's a reb tard. <laughs> All right, so what, 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 what's next? What's, what, what's next? You're so retarded. What, what are we talking about next? It's probably and not peace. You should probably just get into now what the fish are doing now. Can't say anything, but be kind of conservative at the same time. (laughs) Conservative. (laughs) Um, Let's be liberal. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, no. We're talking about now. Can we talk about today? We can talk about today. We got in a decent bag. We did all right. Tell the people. So, me and Matt McCluskey went to, well, me, T-Money. I forgot to mention, this is T-Money. People uh, know by um, your monotone voice, dude. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been told anyways. I don't know oh if it's true or not. Oh, my God. I've I been told to. Get this guy in some conversation in there. So just go up and down. Yeah, just go way up and then just go way down. <laughs> As you can tell, we have not had enough time to uh, or enough harass beverages. each other. There's a lot of making fun yeah, of. Yeah, we had like of... quite a bit of time to practice, boys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had some time, but. I mean, 90 days. But I we, guess haven't it's not been that hang- we haven't been hanging out with each other, so we haven't had time to give each other shit. Yeah, I yeah, guess the last right. mainly just the three of us and then Billy. You don't talk too much shit about like, us. <laughs> a little bit here, a little bit there. The last time I fished with a lot over there. Wait a second, like I fished with you and fished with you. Fish with we Billy. Fish. Haven't fished with you. We should like... fish. Let's fish this week. When are you off this week? <laughs> Thursday. Never. All right, let's fish Thursday. Okay. All right. Wow. Done. All right. Wow. So that solves that problem. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So at the beginning of this week, no, 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 shut your mouth. I'm going to tell a story. I want to hear it. I I want to hear it. At the beginning of this week, Alex, it was. Did I just seal the deal on getting to fish with Alex? I think it was on Sunday. Alex and I were like, we should definitely go fish to the Potomac because we have another BFL coming up and. Fortunately for us, the part of the Potomac that we get to fish is Occoquan. If you live in the Northern Virginia area, it's all no wakes, and we, and we only have John boats. Fortunately, Matt just bought a bass boat. Billy has a bass boat too. I didn't buy a bass boat okay. yet. Yet, close. He's gonna buy it. The, the deal is sealed. But um, no, we get to fish in a pretty massive no wake zone, and. It has everything that the Potomac has in this one creek, pretty much. It's just there's wood, there's grass, there's everything that you, you can get. Deep water, you got shallow yeah, water, exactly. you got docks. It's awesome. It's definitely it really one of the is. most. It's probably the most versatile creek I was in, say, on the whole Potomac. The most versatile. Creek Hence why on the every yeah. single time, if you fish a fucking, if you fish a freaking, uh, be a tournament, you're gonna, end up, you're gonna end up on that body of water because not many times do you fish a tournament on the Potomac River where you're just gonna not 
fish anywhere near the Akawana fish? River. <laughs> can you not hijack this so I can tell the people yeah. how you're a piece of shit? Can I just get that <laughs> McMurray cut out, please? That uh, last part. Yeah, no, but and we, we oh, exactly. Yeah. And on <laughs> on Sunday, Alex and I were talking, and he's like, "Hey, dude." We definitely need, we're going fishing this week. I said, sweet. Well, I'm fishing a Wednesday night tournament, so we can't fish Wednesday, but let's go out to the Potomac on Thursday. We get to Billy's earlier. He says, I'm going out Thursday with uh, with an older guy. I said, okay, cool. Thanks, bud. And then you guys just heard what just went down. So that's twice. I'll skip out on his SP. No problem. You can, you can, you can pass on me. It's cool. (laughs) I don't want to fish with you. Billy, you want to go fishing on Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> Billy's always down to fish. Have you ever asked me and I say no? Nope. I always want to. Sometimes I can't, but I'm definitely want to. <laughs> All right. So capping up the spawn, it was pretty fun. I mean, the fishing started to get better, but it I mean it it was it was really good. I won't say it was anything spectacular with the spawn i mean it still was kind of tough it was it was frustrating seeing all the beds i don't know that top water bite towards the end of the spawn Absolutely. yeah we, yeah we definitely did crush them on the top water for sure i i didn't personally i mean i had that frog decent, and the buzz bait did i i did decent on the frog but the buzz bait never really happened for me but um i guess now we can just get into now and the fishing's fucking great yeah, so dude, the fishing. I mean, the fishing's been great since pretty much since the spawn. We we did we did reach a a tough point there for it was a like week, two weeks, a week and like a half. Two yeah. Week, yeah, exactly. It's a transition. Yeah, yeah. Transition. there was, there was a lot suck. of people. They're always tough. You could fish them up shallow. You could fish out deep a little bit. Not like, and we still haven't reached actually the deep. No, they're definitely not like all the way out, and no. all the fish aren't off the bank. No. But it's it's very obvious that ninety percent—I w- I won't say ninety percent, but a good percentage of the fish have moved their way to where they're going to at least transition to the summer haunts. And definitely the decent ones too. Like yes, the good ones. Like the you can you can tell too. Like when you catch a four pounder, it's getting weight back. It's not that like post spawn just flat fish. And we're lucky because we have all northern strain. In Fountainhead, where we where we fish, and it seems like if you catch a Florida strain that's post spawn, it looks like a piece of paper, like there's nothing to it. And a northern strain, luckily enough, after the spawn, it holds a little bit of weight, so the fish remains pretty healthy. And where we fish, the amount of bait that's in the reservoir is ridiculous. Like there's no excuse for them to get off the bed and not immediately start eating and gorging and getting back to that healthy fish. But now that like the majority of the fish have moved off the bank, I feel like a lot of them have gained their gained their weight back, and they're really starting to get in that feeding mood. Like Alex and I last when was it? We went Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, we were out on one of one of the most well known spots on the reservoir for summertime fishing. Not just summertime fishing. I mean you. You go there and you you can expect to at least see some fish on the graph if not catch one, and we've been catching some pretty good ones off there. But just with how things were, we had gotten some rain. There was some current rolling on the spot. It was it, it's summertime and they're they're grouped up, they're feeding, and we saw the most incredible thing that I have ever seen on the reservoir. It was it looked like tuna came up ten feet away from the boat. It was oh it it all started. 
I saw we saw one boil and then three shad that were probably five inches long came flying out of the water like a trident. There was three of them at the exact same time, and it just opened up. It was it was it was incredible. I'm there was I I we never we didn't really get to see any of the fish except for the two and a half pounder that Alex caught, which was probably the smallest fish in the whole school. Not to rub salt in the wound, but <clears throat> yeah, sorry, bud. But um, there was there was a dozen of them there, and they were all, except for the one that Alex caught, over three pounds, and they, they were flying. The, the the shad were flying everywhere. It's just it was it, it was crazy, and it was that's just summertime fishing, and the re, part of the reason why it's our favorite time of the year to fish is they group up, and when you get on them, it's you, obviously there's times where you'll pull up on a point or a ledge, and you'll just catch one, and it could be a good one or it could be a dink, but. <laughs> If you use your electronics the right way and spend enough time doing it to know what you're looking for, this time of year can be the best time of year for you. You may not catch your biggest fish, but you can pull up on a spot and catch 20 fish and 25 casts. I think if we had had the right bait ready hanging off the deck. Yeah. Because I threw a, a scrounger that took me 10 to 12 seconds to untie, you know, it was wrapped around the guides of my 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 rod, and I just kind of flipped it out there. Had it been a, mm, a fluke, a um, top what water? else? Any I mean, top water? I did throw the, water I, threw, I threw the top water right on top of it. I I picked it up in time while they were still schooling, and I didn't get one to come up and eat it. Yeah, I I, I think if you had flipped a, a Texas rig bait that was the right color. It would have been okay. Yeah, you just they would have eaten it. In front of one. But like, we weren't really prepared for that to just throw right in on a schooling. I mean, like you said, there was twenty to. 30. I would say ten to ten to twenty fish. Yeah, going crazy in that four in, in that three to four pound range, and they were just boiling. I mean, it was, the water was just like. It went from glass to mayhem in a matter yeah. of seconds, yeah. and it was yeah. it was really cool to see. I've definitely I've seen it happening on other lakes, Lake Lanier, but it was stripers and spotted bass. But I've definitely never seen it happen on our home body of water. Not like that. But that was that was the first day where I guess Matt and I went out and we had a decent day where a couple of, they were they were schooling but they weren't schooling on bait and we also weren't throwing a bait fish presentation in there but that was that was on Wednesday and then Thursday Alex and I went out and they were really grouped up like schooling I mean we caught 16 17 pounds off of one spot twice mhm actually now that we're talking about that that was like me and you did that last summer and it was in the middle of nowhere. We're talking out over... 50 feet six, of water. Yeah, 50, 60 feet of open water. And oh, yeah. There is no structure at all. The, we, they were just around we, bait. We do have... They were, we're, those we're, fish were literally just around the bait. Yeah, we're in a fortunate situation on that body of water where we have some kind of... Um, unnatural what would you call it like a water it's a man it's a man-made piece of structure in 60 feet of water and that's all we're gonna say and they they do that just to try and help 
No, it wasn't. It wasn't oxygen. Oxygen. They weren't. They, they were around that, but they weren't in it. No, it wasn't near even close it. to there. Nowhere near it. That's that's the thing. Like it's we like, were hundreds of yards away say, like, from any of mile. the oxygen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like me and you it's just literally up, showed up, literally in the middle of no. I don't even know how we started fishing it. I think we crossed paths and we started talking. And I just like whipped the cast out, just yeah. dicking and around. You I was like, well, like there's a four pounder. Like, well, there's a bunch of bait right here and fish underneath. Let me just throw. And I had one eat right at the boat. It actually ate twice yeah. too. And I missed it it both times. Like the second time it ate, I hooked it, had it at the boat. And I was like trying to flip it in and it popped off. But then we hooked four or five, six, oh, seven other fish oh, after easily. that. In the middle of nowhere. Like yeah, this is in the middle, and that's in the middle of the channel. Yeah, that that's what I'm trying. I think that's the kind of the point that we're trying to, point, uh, you know, make it get across. Uh, get across, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, uh, is that the fact that like these fish don't really care where you think that they are. It's just like they will be wherever they feel like they can eat. I'll be that's where, where I'm their at. food sources. That's are. how those fish like, are. They'll these be, fish they'll are be where they're at. Middle of nowhere. Like yeah. we're we're hundreds and hundreds of yards off the bank. This is the only time of year where a fish will do that, though. Like, oh yeah, I you agree. know, like in the spring, like the winter time, like they they get around something. Are you okay? It's good. If you gotta go throw up, do it in the bathroom. <laughs> I think he was sneezing. Oh, that's what it was. Um, no, but it, like the summertime is the only time where they'll go out and suspend on the ball bait. Like yeah. they do, and they definitely they definitely that. get around something. Like they'll get in a brush pile or up on a point and sit on the bottom. But like for them to be out in fifty feet of water just because the bait's out there when they can go up on a ledge and get on the bait too, like that that that's definitely a random occurrence. I won't I won't say totally random. I'm sure there's plenty of times you could go out there in the summertime and do that. If you find the right ball of bait where they're willing to bite. Oh, yeah. You just got to find the right. That's the thing. It's like we just happen to stumble across the right place mm-hmm. the right time. And the bait was there. The fish were there. And that's what was going on. And that's why you can't really like pattern that. Like, no, you can't duplicate it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you have to be on the spot. Yeah. And it's. That'd be cool if you could like just go. Go through the channel and see where the bait is and just cast out and catch them but it just doesn't happen like that like you gotta find the the school that wants to wants to eat wants to eat what you're throwing and uh convince them that your bait's real it's like so. today it's like we graphed a spot where there's normally good ones on it and they were there and we caught tyler and i caught fish off of it but we didn't catch the size of fish that we saw on the graph i mean we caught maybe one three pounder and a couple of two and a halfs but there was giants sitting on this ledge that we were fishing and they just were not biting what we were throwing. It's kind of like complete opposite for what happened on uh, last Sunday where it was like on the graph it looked like just mediocre fish, just like the average normal little dots and they were just stacked up and then I fished through them. Caught the biggest ones. And then all of a sudden it was just like, it was like there was no reason, no rhyme or reason behind it. It was just all of a sudden four and a half plus pounders were there. Cause you, you, we, we have fished 
for so long together with graphs, right? We we've seen the same schools of fish, and we go, okay, well those are probably in that mm, three, three pound, pound range. Yep, we we know like okay that that mark right there is just like. Uh, that's probably in that four plus pound range. Mm-hmm. And all of these fish that I saw on that graph, because I watched one of my buddies who fished the same exact spot and he was just like, he rolled through it. And I was like, uh, those are like those two and a half to three pounders. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll ju- I'm just going to sit here and fish them. And all of a sudden it was like the, the same marks that I was seeing on my graph turned into bigger blobs it's like they moved in and sure that's what enough, happens they just roll around dude, like they, they just go out and suspend in? like what what you guys were talking about normally they go out there and suspend and they don't eat though they just go out there and they're just sitting there they're just waiting for that opportunity to go up on that ledge and get in that giant group of fish and do what you and I saw on that point when they came up and boiled Matt and I were talking about this before that we started the podcast it's like They'll sit there. They'll just kind of roam around, and then they'll all group up on one little spot. It's I mean, they could group, group up on a s- spot the size of the table we're sitting at. It's like five, four feet long by two, three feet. And then the one ball of bait rolls over, and all hell breaks loose. Yep. They just get mad. They get, it, it literally just takes one fish. It could take a one-pounder to bite, and there's two six-pounders in the school, and then all of them go nuts. Yep. And don't take pictures of your fish like I do, and let them stop biting. <laughs> yeah, no, just, just boat flip them. I'm like, oh, this is a four pounder. We got to take a picture real quick. <laughs> boat flip two that minutes bitch later, and throw back in there. Keep yeah. fishing. Well, that kind of lets everybody know that the fish are on the stubborn pattern, and we're actually catching them. For, finally. finally, starting to. Gotta love when you can roll over them with the. Uh... With the graph and the old Lorenz. and then turn around and yeah. catch them. Like that doesn't happen often any other time let, of year. Let us know what you want to see with the the graphs, because I think we have you have a Solix, right? Mm-hmm. So Strigel has a Solix. You have a Lawrence. Lawrence HDS seven. Mm-hmm. And two. I have an HDS. Um, you have the live. I ha- I do have. Live capability, but I don't want the actual live. But it's like the newest, newest Lawrence. Yep. Newest Lawrence. And then Billy has also Solix, a, right? Solix. Yep. So those types of things are like the last frontier for a lot of bass fishermen, especially those guys that, you know, um, don't necessarily have all the money. You, you can literally understand what we're talking about when we say oh when we roll over a spot we see this on our graph you can find that out i mean you can understand what we're talking about even by spending the baseline um it's not you you don't have to buy the seven eight hundred dollar units you you can you can understand what we're talking about when we when we uh explain what we're talking about with the um, three four hundred dollar units, really. I mean, so if you have questions about graphs, by all means, just post that on our Instagram, and we'll try and uh, give you a real in depth explanation of what we're seeing 
here in you know the southeast and um hopefully that can kind of translate to where you are um it definitely will yeah, wherever course, you are i mean yeah. it, it doesn't matter it's summertime unless you're fishing a bowl in a pond like if you're a pond fisherman your most of your fish are going to be up shallow against the bank and for those of you who do fish ponds, we're sorry that we don't really touch base on that too too much. We should like next, we, def- next we, podcast, we definitely we should, should talk, talk about, about ponds. Talk, talk about that a little bit more because we know a lot of you guys aren't don't have access to a boat or have a kayak who don't, they don't have a really nice graph on it or something like that. Like we'll definitely try and reach that narrative a little bit more with the pond fishing thing because I mean obviously that's where we all found our that's grassroots fishing for all of us is walking around a pond with definitely a, with two bait casters or a spinning rod and just saying oh i'm gonna throw this wacky rig senko around but there's there's a method to the madness even if you're fishing a pond in the summertime it, it may not be fishing 20 feet of water with the electronics but you're there there is a certain way to fish a pond in the summertime yeah at night <laughs> like we're about to do after this billy Bates is the pond specialist i love fishing ponds at night in the summer <laughs> it's the best it is it is, i mean that's really how i learned like catching big fish when we were younger was all at night in golf courses if anybody wants to take me night pond hopping in their part of town message me on instagram that's all me and young high school matt mccleskey did well i don't know about you guys but i'm psyched to be back yeah it feels good i'm so happy this was so much fun this is Exceeded my expectations. Thank you, guys. Alex exceeded my expectations. <laughs> we needed it. We needed it. Alex Glad made to be the back. Night. Next time, absolutely. I will. Next time, you better show up at the beginning of the night how you are right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's not a good <laughs> idea. The whole time. That's not a good yeah. idea. That's not a good idea. Susie, yo. <laughs> Thank you guys for sticking with us through this weird ass time of being alive. And not abandoning, abandoned. Oh God! No, you said it right Did the first I? Okay. time. <laughs> abandoned. I feel like I'm. I'm talking like Alex now. Tequila. It's a the tequila. The tequila is talking now. Yep. The tequila. Tequila does that. Tequila. One tequila, two, two tequila, three tequila. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, no, but for real, we're sorry if you guys were having trouble staying with us through Man, this we podcast. Are, this is our obviously our first one back in three months. Bear our with us. Episode. We will try to get our feedback from yeah, under us. We definitely have to. We're just kind of getting our toes wet at this point. But next week will be much better. We're going to be on the water a bunch. Yeah. As, as we as we have been, and now that we're caught up, we can get more into specific shit yes. too. You know, it's like we had three months of fishing to kind of briefly glance over, and now we can talk about where we're at right now. Yes, you know? and we are getting in, in my opinion, the best time of year to fish. So we will be bringing lots of content. We got footage, footage. Definitely, we will be putting GoPros in the boat. We're gonna try and get the YouTube channel going. We're gonna have. We've been talking about merch. Getting you guys more involved. Yes, that as well. Um, oh, getting involved. Um, Bassmaster Fantasy. Hmm. Yeah. So our fantasy winner for the follow tournament is Kid Fishy. If you have Instagram, please DM us through the Instagram. That's gonna be the easiest way for us to get your contact info to get you. 
your prize. Our Instagram is the Bite Podcast. At the Bite Podcast. Come on. You mm, put that hat there. Whatever. But um Yeah, we'll get we'll get you your prize. When's the next Bassmaster tournament? Uh it's gonna be mid July at St. Don't look at me. No, it's know. not the it's not the Saint Lawrence. I think uh yeah. Either way. Doesn't really matter. But we'll be posting about that to keep you guys in the loop. Like I said, we got merch coming. We Tyler said we're, we we definitely want to get you guys more involved. We talked about doing an online tournament. We definitely need to get that up running. We're probably going to be running that through Tourney X. So we'll keep you posted through the Instagram. Like like we said, follow us at the Bite Podcast, so we can keep you guys in the loop and get you all involved. But. Thanks again for bearing with us on this first episode back after a long hiatus. And we will we be We missed you guys. We did miss you guys. We we could tell you guys missed us and the positive feedback from everybody saying we want the podcast back was it, it was nice. Heartwarming. It was definitely heartwarming. It's nice that we created a a fan group and you guys are into it as much as we are. So, we'll be bringing you a lot more content throughout the next couple months and we look forward to getting together hopefully not drinking as much tequila oh we should drink more more yeah. no oh, less i think more less alex needs some more i want to see how far less. we can take alex before let's he's go less. Down, let's go down this rabbit hole. the rabbit hole has been gone down and we will see you guys next week peace and blessings you you yes fuck y- coronavirus double you you Absolutely. Hmm? What? <laughs> what did you just say? I said absolutely. No, you yeah. did not. You tried to. What did he say? He's like, absolutely. <laughs>